Hey friends, my name's Will. And my name's Hannah. And you're listening to the Spiritual Misfits Podcast. If you've ever found yourself on the fringes of Christian faith, this is a safe space for you. Your questions, doubts and hopes are all welcome here. We're creating conversations, affirmations, meditations and other resources to support you on your spiritual journey. And let you know that even if you feel like a misfit, you don't have to feel alone. It has always been our intention to create resources to support spiritual practice, as well as hosting honest conversations and interviews. This episode is a little different to any we have done previously, but it is intended to help you experience and enter the season of Advent with your mind, body and heart. If you continue to listen, you will hear an Advent liturgy of sorts, a collection of poetry, music and scripture with space to pause, to breathe to be. At this time of year, many of us may feel like we particularly struggle to do these things. Amidst the demands of the season, we may feel a mismatch between an idealized Advent and Christmas in our mind, filled with wonder and beauty and space and connection. But this often exists in contrast with our schedules and responsibilities, not to mention the pain, grief, or loneliness this season may hold for some of us. All of this can lead to further feelings of guilt or anxiety around not experiencing the season in a particular way that we may feel that we ought to. And yet, one way to understand the Christmas narrative is to see divinity entering human spaces exactly as they are. Messy, uncertain, under the shadow of empire, on an ordinary night, amidst the feeding troughs of animals, God comes in vulnerability. And so, as you listen to this short liturgical experience, whether you are cleaning up around your house, preparing a meal, driving laps around a shopping centre car park, or maybe, if you're lucky, just sitting in a quiet moment. Whatever the case may be, it is our hope that your awareness of divinity, of love, might sneak in to whatever cracks it can find in your life, creating space for you to see wonder, beauty, justice and goodness ever coming in Christ. If you find this resource helpful, feel free to listen a couple times leading up to Christmas Day. Almost all of the stunning music in this episode is used with grateful permission from my friend Pierre. His two Christmas albums, A Christmas with Pierre and Friends, Volumes 1 and 2, are available now. You can go and grab them on Bandcamp via the link in the show notes to support an independent Australian artist this Christmas. Huge thanks to Pierre 
for providing the soundtrack to this Advent liturgy. Are you ready? Let's begin. Advent. Advent is a season in the church calendar about the anticipation of the light of Christ entering the dark spaces of the world and our own hearts. One Advent custom is to light candles as a visual symbol of this light. So if you are able to now, feel free to light a candle with me. If you can't light one at this moment in time, I'll do it for both of us. And you can imagine the gentle flickering of the flame I'm about to light. As someone who tends to engage the world cognitively, I continue to grow in appreciation for the way rituals can help me more fully engage with my body. So you may also want to find a scent that can help you be here now. I've grabbed a cinnamon stick from the pantry. Feel free to do the same. Again, it's okay if you can't. What does Christmas smell like in your mind? Now take the next couple minutes to ground yourself as this song plays. Notice the place where you are. Visit the senses in your body right now. What does the ground beneath your feet feel like? What country are you on? I'm here on dark and junk country. And as I become aware of this again, I am both grateful for this land that nurtures me, as well as conscious of its unceded sovereignty. These make me want to walk more lightly and consciously on this land today. Become aware of your breath. Notice the rise and fall. The inhale and the exhale. As this song plays... There is one simple invitation before you. Allow yourself to be here as you are. You have permission to be here and nowhere else right now. Still certain portions and fields as they lay in fields where they, they keep 
Luke 1, 46, Mary's song. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit celebrates God, my liberator. From deep in my heart, I dance with joy to honour the great spirit. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Even though I am small and weak, he noticed me. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. Holy is His name. Holy is His name. His name is sacred. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He is the Great and Holy One. He shows kindness and pity to both children and elders who respect Him. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. The proud in mind and heart, God has sent away in disarray. His strong arm has brought low the ones who think they are better than others. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He knocked tyrants off their high horses, pulled victims out of the mud. The starving poor sat down for a banquet. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever. Forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Just as he has promised our ancestors. Just as he promised our ancestors.
Christmas is about is about celebrating Jesus being born. It would be really hard to birth in a stable, and I bet that they had to drink from all the horses' food and water. And I bet it was really hard for them, but they made a beautiful baby. Well, my mum screamed a lot, and it was. And it sounded really painful for her. Mary is not just an Uber driver delivering the divine from A to B. She is a reminder that the whole thing is laced with labour pains. The womb of the universe ever expanding with the cosmic Christ. And I was taught not to worship her like some did, but I was not taught to see motherhood, womanhood, as deeply central to the story of incarnation. To think that woman could not teach about God when God grew in the belly of woman. We must read the story again. This is a poem called Sometimes I Wonder by Caitlin Shetler. Sometimes I wonder if Mary breastfed Jesus, if she cried out when he bit her or if she sobbed when he would not latch. And sometimes I wonder if this is all too vulgar to ask in a church full of men without milk stains on their shirts or coconut oil on their breasts, preaching from pulpits off limits to the mother of God. But then I think of feeding Jesus birthing Jesus, the expulsion of blood and smell of sweat, the salt of a mother's tears onto the soft head of the salt of the earth, feeling lonely and tired, hungry, annoyed, overwhelmed, loving. And I think, if the vulgarity of birth is not honestly preached by men who carry power but not burden, who carry privilege but not labour, who carry authority but not submission, then it should not be preached at all. Because the real scandal of the birth of God lies in the cracked nipples of a 14-year-old and not in the sermons of ministers who say women are too delicate to lead. It's pretty likely you've heard the Christmas story countless times before. Perhaps it's a story that takes you back to more innocent times, childhood memories. Perhaps it is a story that is swirled in with confusion around beliefs that have changed, maybe even faith you have lost. Regardless of how it has felt or what it has meant in the past, perhaps there is something for you here in the anticipation that Mary felt that injustice could be turned upside down, that the hungry could be filled, the humble could be lifted, the proud would be brought low. Or perhaps there is something in the idea that God would come in the seeming vulgarity of a teenage mother learning to breastfeed, of God emerging covered in vernix, blood and birth. If nothing else, 
perhaps this is a reminder that the sacred is found in earthly places, that the labor leads to birth, that divinity is found where it is least expected. I'm not going to tell you how to understand this story. That's your work. But before one last song, I simply invite you to take a few moments to breathe. Perhaps to pray. These may not be so different from each other. And whatever you find in this space, comfort, challenge, a question, may you carry it from this space into your advent with the anticipation that whatever you need, whatever you hunger for, may be closer than you realise like the flickering flame of a nearby candle. May you see the light in whatever darkness you face.
Spiritual Misfits podcast is brought to you by Meeting Ground, a church for the misfits. We know we are only one small and humble faith community, but we're making this work in the hope that we can encourage and empower other people in similar spaces. If you haven't already done so, jump on our website, spiritualmisfits.com.au and join our mailing list to receive the Sunday message. No spam, no sales, just weekly encouragement around faith from the fringes. If you know someone who would benefit from hearing this episode, please share it and consider giving us a rating and review on your podcast platform or social media of choice. We'll catch you next time. Until then, take care and be kind. Dad, when will we pronounce stockings out?